I'm Zim, and this is the Helpful Photographer Podcast, in collaboration with New York City Photo Safari. To register for a safari, please visit NewYorkCityPhotoSafari.com. In last week's podcast, I talked about how to set up spaces for an interior real estate photo. Today, I'll tackle the exterior. Just like shooting interiors, you'll want to make sure the location is neat and tidy. In my opinion, there are four things you'll need to bring with you on your shoot. One, a push broom. Two, a rake. Three, a five-gallon bucket. And four, a water hose. Of course, if the homeowner has all of these things, you'll be fine. If not, you'll need to bring your own. The first thing I do when I'm shooting an exterior is to scout the location ahead of time and make sure I know what time of day I'll want to be shooting at. You'll want to time the shoot so that the side of the house you're photographing is not in the shade and you're not shooting into the sun. Often about 30 minutes before sunset or after sunrise is a good time to be shooting. Which time of day you choose will depend on the direction in which it's facing. Again, generally speaking, you won't want to be shooting in the shade. Having said this, since most location shoots will involve multiple angles, you'll only be able to shoot one or two shots off before you lose your light. So the rest of the shots will need to be done in broad daylight. I've come to find that it's really rare to have a big enough budget to bring a photographer back day after day for the perfect light for that perfect shot, so you're going to have to do the best you can. Another thing to pay attention to is whether you're shooting at dusk or dawn or in the middle of the day, be sure to leave all the lights on in the house and outside the house. No matter what time of day you're shooting, leave all the window shades open. By opening the window shades, the house has a much more welcoming and open feeling rather than looking like a prison, especially if the homeowner has vertical blinds. I've also found that when I'm shooting in the middle of the day, if I leave the windows open on the opposite side of the house, it often allows light to fill the interior of the house, again, opening up the look of the house quite a bit. The next thing I'm going to look at is the landscaping. Has the lawn been mowed recently? Or do the plants look okay? And are the hedges trimmed of dead leaves? Just like the interior shots, if any of the plants don't look right, you might want to introduce your own strategically placed potted plants. Bringing just a few of your own plants guarantees that you have nice looking plants in the landscape. Another thing you need to look for are missing pavers. If there are any missing pavers, you'll need to take care of that ahead of time. Oftentimes you'll find an extra paver on the side of the house that you can put into that spot, or you can move them around a little bit just to fill up the gap in that missing spot. At this point, we're almost there. You'll want to go through and sweep any dead leaves off the paved sections of the landscape and make sure you rake the lawn. And then just about 20 minutes before you do fire, you'll want to go through and give the plants a quick spray just to liven them up a little bit. And while you're at it, you'll also want to go through and spray down all of the paved sections of the photo, including walkways or driveways. By the way, this is why you needed to bring a five gallon bucket. It's for those areas where the hose won't reach. The reason that we wet down the walkways or driveways is because it kind of gives the location a nice, clean look. It also helps to reflect some light back up. But the other thing too is it actually helps to hide any of the weathered pavers or any blemished cement like oil spots. So it gives it a really nice, clean look. Having said this, you do need to be careful with regards to puddles. Don't leave any puddles in your shot. If there are any puddles, you can just go through with your broom and sweep the puddles off. 
On the other hand, if you've taken too long to do your shot, or it's a particularly warm day, and you've taken too long to do your shot, you'll probably need to spray again just before you shoot because patches of dry areas will develop and that defeats the purpose of wetting it down to begin with. As for camera angles, I often find that I shoot exteriors at particularly low angles. The low angles tend to make the buildings look bigger and more grand than they actually are. But if you need to show off any kind of landscaping or stone walkways, you'll need to be higher and pointing downward. Whether or not you'll need to be on a ladder depends on the location, but you should probably have a ladder or step stool just in case. Another thing I tend to do when I'm shooting exteriors is I tend to shoot on a tripod so that I can set up my angle and then take some time to find any problems in my frame. For instance, the water hose. Yeah, oftentimes you forget that in your shot after you're done using it. I can usually hide these behind a hedge, but not always. But the key is actually to remember to hide it. Okay, that's it for today. In the next podcast, I'll go over camera settings and more technical stuff for the advanced photographers. Until then, keep on shooting!